need a little bit more prep. Can you test your mic for a second? Testing my microphone. Cool. A B C one two three. A B C D E F three. Okay. <laughs> Do I, did I say that right? to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are recording. We are recording. What's going to be strange is I'm looking at my screen, the video, or I should say the blab screen. I have the laptop screen, and we then have, I have Alan. We have technology out right now. He's also in the room. So Alan and I are actually in the same room, and so we're trying to test this. This is the Dudes to Dads official first blab. It is the first blab, but first. this is also the Dudes to Dads podcast. Yes. And um, I'm, I'm Jason Kreidman. And I'm Alan Bush. And what we talk about here is... Many things related to uh, going from a single dude into becoming a dad and the the things that are exciting about fatherhood. Some exciting, some not. (laughs) I'm going to be looking. This is really strange because I'm looking at you because I like to talk to you when we're here. Sure, sure. Yeah, we don't normally worry about other video stuff. I know. uh, So if we don't get to your questions right away, we may stop and just ask and answer some questions. And we had a question earlier from our Blab listener, our longtime fan, Alfredo. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, Alfredo asked about video games and television. Television, how does this prevent us from connecting? So there's no question that, uh, you know, using technology, whether you're, you know, your head's in a screen or your mind is somewhere else is that, you know, if you're on a screen or you're using some sort of technology, you are not connecting. I mean, you think like you're connecting, I guess, with the people on the other end of that technology, but you're really not connecting with your children. So that's what this episode is about is, you know, how can dads and really everybody, but for this episode, it's, you know, how can dads better connect with their kids? That's, we didn't plant Alfredo, right? That actually no. came naturally. No, Alfredo's so, Alfredo, awesome. you were right on target because the, this episode is, a, we've done about 30 of these. And this episode specifically is. Well, he saw the title. It's covering connecting with kids. Yeah. yeah. He saw oh, the okay. title. All right. I thought it was more magic than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. So, the title is How Can Dads Better Connect okay, with Their Kids? Okay, great. I should be so, more observant. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Alan just came in. I prepped for hours, and Alan comes in just strolling in and setting All everything my up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's just. Um, so cool. So, uh, you know, the truth is, is that everybody wants to feel connected, um, you know, everybody, including us, but especially with children. And so when they don't feel connected, whether it's with school, within the community, they're going to find a connection in something potentially bad. And that can be sex, drugs, gangs, you rock know, you name it. Um, yeah. <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> that's not that bad. Right. Um, but that's the problem is that, you know, kids want to find connection and they want to feel a part of something. And so as parents, you know, if we can make them feel connected, they're less likely to engage in these other activities or these behaviors that we don't necessarily love. And so um, I, I actually was reading a, uh, an article that showed having just having dinner with your children yeah. three or more times a week yeah. can reduce their risk of alcohol and drugs as a younger person. Really? By half. Really? Literally reduce. Yeah. Well, the mealtime provides you know, communication. Sure. And so, you know, the idea is if you are having meals, most likely you're talking to your children. Right. right. You're engaging with them. You're engaging with them. And so if you are having a meal and you're talking and you're asking questions and they're asking questions, you're talking about your day, they're going to feel connected to the family. Right. You know, and I think that that's an important thing. And so, you know, with all these busy lives, everyone's got a ton of stuff going on. The idea is if you can plan these meals, plan a dinner just, you know, three times a week, if you can do more, um, I've made it a point. I mean, I'm, I'm very busy. We do the podcast. I've worked full time. I've, I've got all kinds of other activities. <laughs> we make it a point to schedule dinners together, right. you know, and our kids and our kids are still young, but, and, and, and part of that is, is because I grew up having dinners together, yeah, sitting down at the table, sitting down at the table around and, each other and having, dinner. you know, we all have so many different things going on. Kids have sports, kids, you know, doing other things and activities after school activities. They just want to feel connected. And that's a, right. that's an easy way of connecting. So yeah. 
Um, I'm going to talk about some other other ways that kids will connect. And um, for those of you who just joined us, welcome, Jerry, Donna. Um, we are recording a live podcast. So we do a weekly podcast called uh, Dudes, Dudes to Dads. Dad. And uh, my co-host, Alan, is here. Hi. And we're actually in the same room, so it might look a little, a yeah, little strange. Yeah, I'm looking at Jason right now. And I'm looking at Alan. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at a screen and Alan and everything else. But we, we, to- we do a weekly a podcast, and we, we talk about um, different ways for advice and tips and things like that for dads. A lot of it has to do with, you know, when you're a single guy, you really are kind of just worried about yourself and some maybe somebody else. Um, but then as you get married, you have children, you know, your, your world becomes dynamically different. And it's a wonderful world, but it's a challenging world. And so... That is something that, you know, we try to help with. We try to go over these things. And so this episode specifically is about connecting. We're getting some likes or love. What, is, how, what do you um, what do you call those hands? Hands up. Yeah. Getting the uh, the applause, the applause. applause so we're also recording. Like, oh, uh, so people will be listening to this on the podcast. They might not know what Appreciate blab you. is. Blab.im. But that's why we're trying to bridge both of them together and see yeah. if we can do that. Yeah. So. We got started a little bit. We're talking about spending some meal time together. Um, there was another article I was reading. It's a Huffington Post article. It offered five ways to connect with your kids. And so I wanted to go through those um, and, and just kind of touch on a little bit of them. And Alan, if you have some comments or people have some comments, um, you know, like Donna saying, eat around the table, which we, you know, we talked about is having a meal is a, is a wonderful way to connect with your family. So also, um, just with Davis kind of chiming in what we talked about earlier, just not having electronics at yeah. the table. Well, for sure. No yeah. electronics yeah. at the table. Um, you know, a lot of people will use that as a soothing mechanism for a child and say, you know, especially if you go out to eat or something like that. But, you know, the dinner time and meal is the is a wonderful time to connect. And so that's something that, um, you know. We're, we're very adamant that and it's not even just that it's toys. I mean, it's sure. toys in general. I mean, yeah. our children are young. I have a five and seven year old. No toys allowed at the table. No nothing. Um, You know, and and there's even occasions where I have to police myself where we say we're talking about a topic, my wife and I or such, and we want to show the topic on the phone. You know, hey, look at this picture that I saw. But it it can wait. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it can wait. After dinner can have a time for that. Right. Right. So here's so this article I was reading about, you know, the five ways to connect. Um, the, the, The author is Carol Morgan. Props to her. She's a speaker, uh, also you know, successful person, uh, TV personality, I guess. Um, first one is ask questions about their life. I know this seems simple, but most parents really don't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> a lot don't. Yeah. And so, you know, if the kid does, if the kid's not talking or doesn't want to talk, yes, they could just be be a teenager, sure. but it also means that they feel disconnected because. When you are connected, you at least want to talk. You at right. le- or if you're not a talker, you'll at least be there, sit and be part of it. Yeah, right. You know? right exactly. So that's something that, you know, asking questions, they could be simple questions. And, you know, how school is yeah. a simple one. Sure. Uh, but, you know, hey, what about your friend? Did your friend this? You know, whatever. Yeah. If you have nothing to talk about, it means that you really don't understand your children. And that's another tip. So another tip is figure out what they like and learn about it Mm -hmm. seems easy show interest in in what they're doing right right you know if they like video games learn about the video games yeah even if you don't love them sure you know one of the examples was like uh you know somebody's a car fanatic they love cars racing cars you know let's say the mom doesn't like cars (laughs) that's okay learn about the cars learn about what your kids like and you know, yeah, you'll you'll like feign so, interest at the very least. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, and part of it. I mean, it goes the same with a spouse or a significant other. I mean, mm. you know, there are things that my wife is really interested in, and I'm not that interested in it. But yeah. I, I don't. You know, you can't poo-poo it. You can't say that it's horrible. It's like, okay, you know, let me check this thing out. This is you know a person that I love. Let me at least try to see what they're interested Absolutely. in. Absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and then vice versa. You know, my wife doesn't yeah. necessarily love yeah, don't everything just, that just I just everything I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jason, that car is wonderful. You know, it's so fast. You know, like, like who cares? Um, so I, I think that's an important one of figuring out what they like. Yeah. Um, another one, and we are going to have another episode about just about this is is about contact and touch and hugging them and so, or you know and if you even you're not as feely touchy or whatever just yeah. sit near them yeah you know just being near them everybody needs touch everyone yeah. wants touch every you know 
kids like it adults like it and that can be a simple hug it can be you know anything like that yeah so asking them questions about their life is sort of the first one um figure out what they you know what they like and learn about it third one is hug touch sit near them yeah fourth one which the people who are joining us have already said is have a technology free time and place right so if you're on the phone or computer you may as well not be there that's really that's really what it's saying yeah you know it's hard enough walking through everywhere you go and everyone's on their phone to begin with well I mean a perfect example with children is on the playground yeah you know I see it all the time. Parents are on the playground. They have their phone in their hand and they're looking at their phone while their child is on playing on the playground. Yeah. There's certainly better ways to now, you know, 20 years ago, what'd you have to do? You had to watch your child or you had to talk to the other people that were at the playground, you know, <laughs> or read, forget about 20 years. I'm dating myself 10 years. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, you could read, you know, you could pass the time, but you know what, what about even just going in the playground by with the child? Yeah. You know, pushing them on the swings. Yeah. Climbing up the thing with them, and a know, lot whatever. of them say, "Hey, watch me do this. Watch totally. me do that." Yeah, totally. so you yeah, know, and so it, that idea of actually engaging with them is is yeah. really important. Yeah. So, um, so having this technology free time, so whether that is the meal, whether it is a play time, whether it is whatever, just designate time, and, and that in itself is, you know, something that is going to help them connect. Yeah. One of the comments from Donna was that, yes, some parents are worse than their children for social media on phones, absolutely. which is absolutely true. <laughs> no, absolutely. And well, but they learn by example, I will say. I mean, you know, I I look at, you know, my kids now and my daughter, I mean, when she was, you know, three, four years old, she'd be like, hey, look at my phone, you know, and she's walking just I'm just like mommy. Yeah. You know, yeah. or whatever. And. I mean, they, they learn it from us and yes, yeah. they may progress further. And now that, you know, it's a big thing with younger, younger kids as they're yeah. on their phones and stuff. Sure, sure. But, you know, she had her little Minnie Mouse phone or whatever. Like, beep, boop, beep, boop. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what's up? You know? <laughs> um, she didn't learn that from nothing. Right. Yeah. You know? It wasn't from the television because she wasn't watching a lot of TV. That yeah. was from watching us. That's funny. And, yeah. and that kind of goes vice versa, too, is that if the kids could learn the good behaviors from you, you know. Yeah. So well, you, you have, have to lead by example. example. You exactly. have to lead by example. Exactly. So if you're saying no technology or do this or do that, you, you've got to do that and that's something that you know i i'm 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 guilty i don't have a ton of um personal time on the phone i'd say i have a little bit i you know maybe at night i might look at youtube videos or something like that on my phone but for the most part most of my phone is working and not that that makes it better but it's like (laughs) i don't necessarily i you know i don't sit i'm not on facebook i don't i don't do that stuff so it's not as um, I don't use it as a social interaction. Yeah. Generally, when it. I'm home, I put the phone down and don't. I mean, I don't even have kids, but I just honestly yeah. try to get decompress and I leave my phone alone. Just, Unless it's an emergency, I really don't yeah. look at it too just much. Get, just get rid of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So the other, um, what else that uh, Donna says, uh, take phones away at bedtime. Yep. Yep. They use it for their alarm, but they're actually yeah. on Facebook. You're right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the problem with the phone is that it can be anything. It totally. I'm using it, and I, I use it as for an research. alarm clock. It's my alarm clock slash it's, phone it's slash research. Research. Right, slash, right, right. Yeah. Entertainment methods. Um, and you're right. It's one of those things that you have to buy something separately to make sure that they don't use that as an excuse to keep their phone around them. Absolutely. It's, it's an addictive thing. This so, is a psychologically addictive. I don't know what they put in machinery. there, but yeah. it's worse than sugar. So I think it's crack. Yeah. It's like sugar, <laughs> crack, something, nicotine. They're putting something in there that it's a lot more. Um, yeah. Dave also had a, a great thing to add, but... Um, Tell our kids every day, one, I love them, or I love you. Two, I'm proud of you. And three, you are really good at, and then fill in the blank. Fill in the blank that's, yeah. that's, that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, if showing your kids the love and appreciation and that, you're, that you love them, you know, yeah. that, that, that's really important. Sure. Um, the fifth one here that we have is, is play and do activities with them. So, you know, not everybody is a talker. It just happens to be myself and my kids <laughs> take after me. They like to talk. So, but for the, you know, for maybe there's some children that don't like to talk, then, you know, it is like figuring out what they like. But in yeah. addition to that, it's play and do the activities that, that, that they enjoy. Yeah. So if your kid happens to, you know, be an athlete, you know, learn to kick the ball, learn to throw the ball. Yeah. You know, um, if your child likes crafts, you know, sure. or, or doing some sort of making something. You know, there are a lot of kids now making bracelets and things kind of thing. Make it with them. Sit yeah, down and make have it with them, them teach you how to make them. Have them teach you. Yeah. Sit down with them and do it. Then they love teaching people. 
especially if they know how to do something better than someone else. They, so, they're, it's one of the best things. They're absolutely. Like, oh, let me show you. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's a really you know that's a really important thing. Um, and so the, the other one is, or the, the, so those are the five things. So I can I'll read go over those again. But um, so the first one, ask them questions about their life. Yeah. To figure out what they like mm-hmm. and learn about it. Um, to hug, or I'm sorry, three hug, touch, kiss, give them affection. affection. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth one was have technology free times and places. So, like we said about dinner, yeah, that's an important one. Yeah. I keep on looking over here, and it's in the audio or the blab. It's look at really me. strange. <laughs> so, you know, what we should do is I should put the video closer to you. You know what I'm saying? The we'll camera, out, yeah, closer to you. So I don't. I'm like looking like I'm 360 degrees, like I keep <laughs> spinning around. Um, and then also then play and do activities with them. So that, yeah. was, that was the fifth item. Yeah. So, um, One of the questions that Donna had asked and kind of chiming in on the, um, the questions that you said when you want to ask your kids something is, um, what's the best thing that happened to you at school today? Mm-hmm. You know, that might be. A, yeah, a that does. And that's a good way, it. too, because that leaves it open ended. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I like I like that style of question. Um, it, it, it's not, you know, did you have a good day? Right. Or, you know, how was school? Great. You know, right. um, and then the other is like you said, and I think Donna's saying here is, you know, asking the opposite. So we do something around the dinner table um, often. And, you know, I say often, maybe it's once a week, twice a week or something mm-hmm. where we'll say, what was the best part of your day? And what was the worst part of your day? Okay. So we actually go through each person goes around yeah. and says, you know, we say, what's the worst part of your day? And what's, you know, what's the best? Um, the other thing around the table I will add, which we had in an earlier podcast was the encouragement feast. That right, was the other yeah. one. So the <laughs> encouragement feast uh, I learned in um, some parenting classes was talking about, um, you know, going around the table and saying what you love about each person. So if you have a family of four, one person starts, they say what they love about each other, and then they also say what they love about themselves. Right. Yeah. And what's amazing is how good it feels when the people even that you love every day and talk to every day say something like that. Yeah. I mean, even my kids to say, well, I love how daddy, you know, plays soccer with me or whatever. It's really cool and feels great when you see how much of an impact that has on them. Sure. Sure. And vice versa. I, it's enjoyable to say it to them and see their faces, you know, and I'm saying, well, I, you know, I like that, you know, you're so creative or you help me in the kitchen or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And the kids just eat it up, yeah. know, especially the younger ones. I mean, although my daughter, I, I had said my daughter for about, you know, two months said the same thing <laughs> to her brother. You know, why do you love your brother? So Cause he plays with me you know, every, every single day. But meanwhile, she's three years old. Right. She was two at the time. Three. She was barely talking. Um, that's funny. Yeah. So Donna, we did that and it made me tear up very emotional. It, it is, it, it is an awesome feeling to have your kids interact with you like that and to get some emotion out. And they, they really, they really feel connected that way. Yeah. You know, when, not only when they get to tell you about their day, you know, as, as I don't have teens, I, my, my children are five and seven, but I know that as the kids get a little bit older, they distance themselves a little more. Sure. You know, it's just the nature. Kind of natural, yeah. Um, but the idea is to, you have to start early. <laughs> you have to start real early um, in making that emotional connection and, and making sure that they, that I they feel like it. they grow up to be a little bit more loving as they get older in right. their personal relationships with peers or friends or. Yeah. And parents. they'll come to you for advice and they'll come yeah. to you to talk about that. And, yeah. you know, and, and I think my parents did that pretty well. I mean, you know, I, I was able to feel like I could always ask them a question and wasn't being judged. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that we talked about, we have an episode, I wrote it down here. Uh, episode 18 yeah. of our podcast was on empathy, was, yeah. was on empathy. Right. And the idea for kids feeling empathy for your children is going to go a very long way. And yeah. so what, what I mean by that is, you know, and I think I gave some examples in that podcast where, um, you know, a child comes home, let's say it's a, you know, first or second grader, they come home and they are crying and they're so upset and they say, you know what? I had to sit by myself at the lunch table. Right. Whatever. Now in our world, that's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, right. so what? You sat at the lunch table. Go go ask somebody else to sit with you. <laughs> um, that's not what a child wants to hear. Sure. Especially when they're that age. Yeah. What they want to hear is, wow, 
that must feel really lonely. Mm-hmm. You know, that must not feel very good if you're sitting by yourself. Oh man, I, I would just, I would, that would feel horrible. Mm. Boom. You empathize with them. You, yeah. you, you're allowing them to feel what they feel instead of saying, Hey, well next time just go ask some other kids to sit with you or go join them and go do that. That's not what they want to hear. Yeah. And as adults, we don't want to hear that either. No, you know, I, yeah, I don't want my wife t- giving me advice when I'm not asking and vice versa. My <laughs> Except, wa- And yeah. I'm horrible at that. Like all men, we all want to give advice when we're not asked, right. you know, and me, I have this platform now where I can talk on a microphone <laughs> and tell everybody advice. But meanwhile, nobody wants to hear it. Yeah. In that instance, I, I was talking to a friend of mine about that. And we might've mentioned it on episode 18, but like, it's one of those things that when I'm just complaining and venting, I just want people to just pat me on the back and say, it'll be okay. I totally, I, I, I too think it sucks that this happens. Right. You know, it well, even just to, to be okay might not be enough. No, no, but just to empathize right. me. Right, right. Like it'll be, if they can just tell me like, yeah, I totally that, get that it. would like, suck. Let's go get a beer and talk about yeah. this. You know, like whatever that's more, right. that feels better to me that they really evaluate what I'm saying and what I'm feeling and not trying to fix it. Right. They just want to be there for me to help me understand. Yeah. That's men kind of do that. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> we try to fix stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether it's mechanical or it's emotional, we think we can fix stuff. Um, and, and that's not, you don't need to do that. Yeah. We don't need to do that. We don't need to fix everything. Um, we really, you just can empathize. And so, you know, for, for those who just joined, we are talking about, um, you know, connecting with your kids. We gave some tips. This is a podcast that we are recording. So for us, is this episode 30? It's 30, I believe. Yeah. So we have a, we have a weekly podcast, um, which 30 would mean six months. What is that? Roughly. 20, 29 yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, roughly. A little over. What's 52 weeks in a year? <laughs> 26? Well, it doesn't count because we start at a different times. Yeah, so yeah. Sometimes two happen. But we, we do happens. every, we do once uh, once a week, we have a podcast that goes out. It's Dudes to Dads. Um, yeah. For those listening on the podcast, remember you can go to uh, iTunes yeah. or Stitcher. Give us a review. Five-star review would be great. You can also reach us via email, podcast at dudestodads.com. Yeah, send us questions or if you have any things you want to kind of elaborate or have us cover on the show. This is a pretty good forum for getting kind of on the fly suggestions. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, but yeah, if I run out of material, do we just go, we just go to you guys think? Yeah. What do you guys think? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So welcome. So this, like I said, this is a live recording and um, we're, we're trying to see how these technologies mix together. So the blab is just, it's great because we can get that live feedback. We've got the video. We can allow other people to join in in a future date. We're trying, the reason we don't have additional video seats is we're still trying to figure out for ourselves what we're trying to do and the best way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We may have like people just be guests on it. So continue tuning in. We're probably going to do this on a weekly basis or at least every other week, try to do a blab episode or something, you know, figure it out. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see see how how it goes. I mean, also, you know, we, we could, do that you know depending on the timing and during the day as mm-hmm. well um you know I, I don't know the demographics or the the statistics yet maybe blab has some in, you know information about when sort of the um oh so you can do a uh, a, a slash and then with a q with a q and then it'll it'll be a question it'll be so a it question so this oh, that's, so that's encourages cool. participation that's so cool at this point. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. so that's great thanks donna donna thank you, gave donna. us that tip donna do you host uh blabs as well or, or a podcast. There are a lot of experts in here. Well, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. It is pretty cool. This, this is our first are... time. I want to say it's our first day. Use Alfredo is. I think he's still in the room, and, he, and uh, he, yeah. he helped us earlier. So we were he was doing some audio to... testing. for yeah, us. Yeah, the yeah. first we did, <laughs> we did a test one, and Alfredo helped us out with that. So that we appreciate no, that's that. cool. So yeah, we are exploring this and sort of connecting. Um, and so let me go down here and see what else. And uh, one of the things that Donna brought up earlier was um, any school problem, no matter how small it sounds, is a big problem. If the school mentions it, it's a genuine problem. <laughs> but for, but it's, it's so true. And then the kids, you know, school is like their whole world, you know. So, you know. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, the the the. You know, to us, things can be so small. I mean, a child crying over something that is we would think is just not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to you got to remember that in their world, it is a big deal. Right. You know, it really is a big deal. Um, and so that's something I said like, with empathy. You want to connect with your children. You want to connect really with anybody. You want to oh, connect sure. with a spouse. Or oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's significant that other saying. I, I you know, like I friends. Yeah. Empathy to me is one of the most powerful emotional things or the, or the communication things that you can do. It's like true yeah. understanding. It is. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's, and it's learned, I yeah. would say, because I have learned to be much more empathetic. Whereas mm-hmm. I think in the past, 
I always tried to solve the problem thinking I was helping. Right. You know, my, my wife would come to me with an issue, whether it was at work or a friend or something, and I'd immediately try to solve it. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't, that's not what she wants. Right. You know, and the kids are the same way. Yeah. You yeah. know, if they want you to solve it, and that's why I've, I've programmed all those around me to say, say, <laughs> you know, no, no, I don't need you to solve it. Just, you know, or my dad or my son might come to me or my daughter might say, hey, dad, can I use your, or, you know, can I get your help? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, then, okay, I'll give you my opinion. Right, right. You know, because yeah. I love giving you my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So another thing too, so I, I learned this, I, I think uh, on the podcast, I have mentioned this many times, but I, I went through some uh, parenting classes and became an instructor and this kind of stuff. So this right. was originally the redirecting children's behavior was the, and then right. also the joy of parenting. This was all through Susie Walton, who was yeah. our guest in episode 27, I episode 27, yeah. which is the highest uh, viewed episode we no have. Kidding. Yes, oh, so far. Cool. I just looked at the stats this morning. Very cool. Thanks, so, Susie. So, Susie, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, for anybody who, you know, considers or wants information about parenting, anything like that, check out episode 27 with Susie Walton. She is incredible. She's a mentor of mine um, and she's got some, some awesome information. So, one of the things that was taught here, and this is probably one of the biggest takeaways that I had. Uh, because the biggest takeaway for me over over all of this was, you know, to parent with your heart versus your head. Yeah, and we've talked about this, you know, quite right, a bit. right. So um, this really, thank you, Donna. I actually I should write this stuff down so that people can also see it. <laughs> no, it's fine. We're learning. No We're learning. audio. No, that's awesome. Audio. We can hear a big sign. I, it's almost like having fifteen assistants. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's like I'm always thinking I have to I have to like remember twenty. We got a whole months. production studio. This is great. Yeah. Um, I did. Did I make you a co-host? Yeah, I'm a co-host on there and on the Blab as well. That's uh, uh, yes. qu- actually a question uh, <laughs> for the audience is, are you hearing double? I would imagine no, that, that's say. fixed because now I'm a co-host. I think that's why it was happening that way previously. Because you weren't a co-host? Because I was not previously. Yeah, That could be. Sounds Great. perfect. Great. Okay. Good enough. Good so now to know. You, we're, we're learning on the fly. Are you so going to remember what the configuration was? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Co-host. Just make me a co-host. That's all. <laughs> okay. So the, the, the thing that I had learned, it's called a GEM. This is what the acronym is. Okay. And it's a genuine encounter moment. Okay. Cool. So I'll give you an example. As I hit the heads, my headset. <laughs> Example. <laughs> Genuine encounter moment right there. And he's out. Genuine. Yeah. <laughs> Jason gets knocked out by a microphone. <laughs> that um, is genuine. See, when we do the podcast, we can cut that and start over <laughs> and nobody would have heard it. But yeah, now that we're doing the audience live, members, uh, when everyone. We, when we make mistakes, we would just pause and then go right back into and it. And Alan is the master editor. And, and I'll says, edit everything. Wow, it sounds so perfect. Yeah, but now we can't do that because we're live. We make a bunch of sounds and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So, okay, so the genuine encounter moment. So uh, an example of this is when a child, let's say you're, you're talking to a friend, you're doing something, or maybe you're just doing something, you're reading a book or whatever, and a child comes over and is like, you know, mom, 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 dad, 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 or what, you know, whatever. <laughs> Whether they're nagging, whatever, whatever. In many cases, we give them somewhat of our attention mm-hmm. and we, you know, okay, what is, you know, what is it? They tell you and then they're off. Yeah. Now, not saying that's, that's bad, but a genuine encounter moment is when you make an active effort to really understand them and encounter them. And so there's steps to it. Um, and so the example, let's say that you are talking to a friend. Mm-hmm. This might, well, and I'll get to that because you're talking to a friend and you might not want to do it right away. So if you cannot give the encounter right away, mm-hmm. then what you would do is you would turn to the child or not even some cases turn to him. Let's say you're talking to your friend. You can put your hand on them. Mm-hmm. And that in many cases would quelch their ah, like desire, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then you can talk to them, maybe rub their back or something and then say, Hey, I, I'll be with you in, in just a minute. I'm going to finish up talking to my friend right, and do that right. rather than no, you know, stop. Yeah. In the yeah. case, let's say you're by yourself, you're reading a book. It would be putting the book down, mm-hmm. looking them straight in the eye. And if you're standing or whatever, you actually get to them at their eye level. And so you make eye contact with them. Yeah. You give them a touch, which I had said. So you either put your hand on their hand, you put their hand on your back, you know, whatever. You're giving them 100% focused attention Mm -hmm. and you respond with your heart, not your head. So an example, like I said, you're reading a book and your child comes in and goes, mom, 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 or dad, 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 check out this picture I made. 
in many cases, we often will go, wow, that's cool. Great. And then you go back to what you're doing. Right, right. Now, not that that didn't satisfy the child because they maybe have gotten enough from that. Sure. But it wasn't a really genuine moment. Mm -hmm. Whereas a genuine moment would have been putting the book down, stopping, looking the child in the eye, putting your hand on their back, arm, whatever, and say, you know, hey, hon, what, you know, what is, what's going on? What is it? Look at my picture. Look at my picture. Whoa, tell, you know, tell me, how did, how did you draw that? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to, we, that's a whole other thing about praising them about the picture and everything else. But like, <laughs> hey, you know, h- how'd you do that? Tell me about like, how did you draw that picture? Yeah. You know, and you're looking straight at them. You're actually really engaging with them. That's a gem. Right. Now, you don't have to do gems every time. Right. This is not something that I'm saying, like, every time your child tries to bug you, you know, you get down and you, you stop what you're doing. and do it. But you should be conscious about that, that if when your child needs that attention, because that's really what it means. Yeah. Is the child needs the connecting and the child needs a connection. And so they're obviously not getting that. Do you feel that there is that can be overdone? Like you said, you don't do it every single time somebody, you know, every time your kid comes This up is to water, you, by the way. It's in a red cup, but <laughs> it's, it's not water. Vodka? Um, no. that, that basically people might overdo that. Which, which one, the kid or the parent? No, the gem moments. Like when, you, when you're giving your child that much attention in, that can, in those context, do you think that could be overdone? Yes or no? Yeah. Sounds like a dad's debate. Yeah, yeah. We have a debate on our podcast with sound effects. But I wish we could play them. You, I know, people can't hear it. It's, the audio is not working. But, um, I, you know, I, I think you can, you can certainly overdo it where you're sacrificing other things. But usually the child is doing that because they need the attention. Mm-hmm. There's something, I mean, there's something lacking. Now they say, well, some children need more attention than others. And if somebody has the feeling like, gosh, my child always needs my attention, they probably do. Right, right. You know, so if you're not giving it to them Mm -hmm. or they're not getting it somehow, they're deprived of their attention that they need. Yeah. So that, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to come from you every single time. Right. But you have to look at then the situation and go, all right, what is it that my child is needing? I mean, why is it, is it, do I think that I'm giving my child attention, but if I really look at it, I've had my phone in my hand the whole time. Yeah. You got to be objective and evaluate right. the situation I mean, for real each time. You know, and I, and I noticed this, you know, we'll notice this with our kids before our kids went to preschool. My wife, it was funny. It does happen, but I came home and my wife had the day off and was spent the entire day with my daughter mm-hmm. coloring, um, you know, they, I think they may have even gotten their nails done. <laughs> I mean, just a full day with her, right? Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, you would have thought my daughter was full, like like full of attention. <laughs> she still wanted more. I mean, say yeah, no. She was like, "Mom, mom, mom, mom." You know, like, can I? Do? And, and my wife was just like, "Okay." Like, <laughs> I thought I just, you know, I spent the whole day. So, you know, it could be that some children just. You know, they got it. They love it. And they and lack they it. They want more. They, you do have to police it, the, you yeah. know, in some things because you can't. They're a black but, hole of attention. Um, yes. One, uh, one of the questions, actually, from Donna is, yeah. um, is it learned acquired attention? The more you give, the more they want. Just a thought. That was kind of what I was getting at. Is that, that, yeah, do you train them to be like, I'm not saying that the methods train, are wrong, yeah, but yeah. you almost train them to. Of course. Well, the, yeah. And that attention. goes with negative, too, because mm-hmm. if you're you're. Um, you know, training them to respond negatively and that's how they get what they want. So I think there is some of that. Um, But, you know, that I I keep going back to the same thing that your child needs something, you know? So we have to, as, as teachers, not as police or I say, you know, parents, our job is to teach. Um, We have to figure out how to make them feel fulfilled Mm -hmm. so that it's not our job to fulfill them all the time. Right. So that's a lot of the time. So there is a little bit of a difference between connecting with your child and them feeling the fulfillment. Right. You know, so there's, there's, it's not a perfect, a perfect line. So it's like, you know, you know, a kid that needs praise all the time, let's say, you know, they need, um, they are used to you saying, wow, that's such an amazing picture you drew. Mm -hmm. You know, you are the best of this. You, that is teaching them that with your approval they get some, you know they get something out of that approval right, right. rather than teaching them and this goes on to a bigger conversation but <laughs> sure. rather than teaching them to be happy about it themselves 
and feel the self-fulfillment. Right. So that's what we talk about when we say, you know, when I just gave you that example of like the kid coming up with a picture. Mm. Now, what most parents do is say, oh my gosh, that's the most amazing picture I've ever seen. Mm. The kid got the praise. Yeah. So in order to, you just had, they needed in order to validate themselves, they get your feedback. Yeah. The opposite, or I just say not the opposite, but the way that I, I like to do it and the way that I was taught was, hey, how, how did you draw that picture? You know, tell me how you did that. Right. Or, hey, did you have fun drawing the picture? Sure. Or, sure. you know, whatever it is. Those kinds of responses then elicit the child having to think about it and go, yeah, I did it. Right. Like that came from me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't then. So then that requires less and less of your, you know, filling their cup, well, let's say all the time. Sure. In order for them to, you know, so while praise, you know, I don't necessarily think that praise is bad. I do think you have to be careful with the amount of, quote, praise because that's not really connecting. Right. You know, praise and connecting if are two like different things. If it's like disingenuous, like if it's not. Well, but no, I mean, even if it's genuine, I mean, you can think your child is the most wonderful thing in the world and then and it's OK to say that, you know, once in a while. <laughs> so let me go run down again. This this the genuine encounter moment the, we call them gems. So the first one. OK, it sounds good. So the first one is remove anything from distracting you. That's the thing. Right. Second, first one. Second, interact at the child's eye level. So you're going to come down, get to the child, come, you know, kneel down, make eye contact with them as the third. Fourth, give them loving touch. Put your hand on your back, touch their hand, do whatever. Give Number five is give them 100% focused attention. Um, and then the, the last one is, you know, respond from the heart and not the head. So when your child is there, and a lot of times that can be empathy. Mm-hmm. You know, which we just talked about is making sure that, um, you know, you, you're you're really looking at it from their perspective, you know, something that they're upset about or something that even is wonderful. You know, in our world, it might not be that big of a deal, right. but in theirs, it is. Yeah, you know, absolutely. every little thing is a big deal. Yep. You know, my yeah. the color of my son's socks <laughs> are so important in the morning. They're not that important to me. It, you know? Yeah, it's true for even when you become a teenager, then the next decade later, then the next decade later, like all that stuff, things aren't as important as you get older. Just just kind of happens no. that way. I, mean, I have some things they're important, super important now. They're super important. When you're well, younger. I have some things important now that nobody else would think are important. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. And, and so the thing is, you know, if you can't do the jam right then, then acknowledge that to the child. Give them a time when you can give them your attention mm-hmm. and make sure that you do. Um, you know, that's really, really important is to make sure that you are, you know, say, hey, you know, a, a great one is when a child runs up to you and they say, hey, mom, mom, dad, dad, dad. And you put your hand on their back, you rub their back, you know, and say, you know, just a minute, you know, just a minute. Um, or you can grab their hand or something like that. And you say, you know, I'll be with you in, you know, in just five minutes. I'm going to talk, you know, that versus like pushing them away or, you know, doing something like that. Because often, you know, that's what will happen. Yeah, yeah. That's what will happen. Right. So, um, so yeah, no. So those are important things to, you know, to, to, to do, to, to connect. I mean, we're talking about talking or I'm saying parenting from the heart and not from the head. Um, having some difficulty here with my mouse. Um, one of one things um, was mentioned by Donna as well is I get them to do small tasks with you, like make a cup of tea and you get the plate of biscuits and I'll help get the teapot ready or something. Right. And we talked about that in a previous episode of having them participate in tasks. If you go back to, I forget which episode it was, but guacamole. Dad's the, yeah, make the guacamole <laughs> at guacamole night and basically help them. He can help prepare. He can either, you know, mash. The yeah. See my daughter, my daughter or, who's five, she loves doing this. My mm-hmm. son doesn't care. My, you know, my son, I, I say, <laughs> I hey, eat. yeah, I mean, like, you know, hey, do you want to help with, you know, making the talk? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> good. You know, um, it ready. <laughs> there's other things that he'll want to participate in. But, you know, making stuff or assisting like that. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's funny. So, I, you know, I didn't go back. Uh, we didn't really talk about like, you know, let's say the past week if we hadn't seen each other. Yeah. But remember, I talked about I went camping with my daughter. Yeah. All on right. My daughter trip. Yeah. Well, I just did last weekend. I did the my son. The, the son one. Right quite a difference between sons and daughters well they're an age difference too but there's only one year apart they are two years, two apart, years apart but that's no that's, not the, that, issue that's not the issue okay um, i mean granted my kids are different but 
you know, I and I actually posted it on my, our Twitter at uh, Dudes to Dads. A hundred something, hundred. I don't even know. It was more than that. There was like four hundred something people total, but like hundred and plus five to ten year olds. Yeah, on the beach camping in Camp Pendleton. And for those of you who were in San Diego, this is it's a military base, a Marine base. Um, that we just happened to be get approval to go. And I mean, we're not in the military, but yeah. all these kids through this adventure guide programs of the YMCA camp on the beach. And then, you know, and the difference between boys and girls, like, so boys, so girls, we went camping before, you know, they just, they hang out by the fire. They kind of talk, they do bead trading. They do, you know, they're calm. There's no arguments. There's nothing. Boys. We saw fights. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling, playing football. These are five or 10 years. I mean, the energy level of these kids, when they all get together, there was kids taking like the wood and, you know, making torches out of the fire pits. I mean, we Whoa, had to, we had to police Lord of the flies. It was completely <laughs> Lord of the flies. Parents are constantly like, stop, stop, dude, on the top, stop, stop. You know, I mean, it's just a difference between <laughs> men, little boy. And I was like, it can't be kill the pig, right? It can't, but it can't conch. be testosterone at age five. Maybe it is. I, I don't know. I, well, the, I should say, I take it back. The five-year-olds were okay. In oh. five, six, and my son's at seven. It was kind of the seven, eight, nine, yeah, ten. Yeah, that's when they start getting all that right? rambunctious. Um, as, I've got one aggressive. daughter, one one son, and I'll tell you. And so I'm doing the same camp out with my daughter, mm. not this weekend, but next weekend. Yeah. So I did a different one before, but um, so it'll be interesting. So the and the Marines woke us all up. At like six thirty in the morning or whatever it was, did they blow a trumpet? And they did, yeah, no, they they were not. They were like rip, like shaking everyone's tents and yelling, and <laughs> well, it was crazy. Why the kids were all rambling. And I totally forgot uh, that they were doing this. Like they had told us that they were doing this. So I mean, I jumped out of bed, freaked out. I was like, you know, totally. And I thought some kid was getting hurt or something. They're like, get up, get up. They're yelling, yelling, yelling. <laughs> No, they didn't. They just, they didn't blow a bugle. They were just yelling. They were yeah. so loud, and they're, they're like sitting there, you know, making all this ruckus. And so we got on the on the on the beach, and they made them do uh, PT. And so they were, they were doing push ups, you know. And the kids loved it. And it was funny. I was making a joke. I'm saying all these parenting classes. I'm being taught not to yell at my children. Uh, yeah. at my children. Or wake up aggressively. And I was like, wait a second. It works because these military guys had a hundred something kids doing push ups, running, listening, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, I have been doing it wrong the entire time. I need to run my family like the military. Now, I don't, you know, that's not my style. About a quarter off that bed, boy. Yeah, it was it was just it was awesome. So but, you know, props to the Marines here. I mean, they were they were gracious. They were wonderful. And they were like they even helped us like with our, our stuff and. Um, you know, they, they they like showed them what it was like to do sort of a training. Yeah. And then afterwards, you know, they went and they got to eat with them and, you know, do all kinds of stuff with them. So it was really, really That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's kind of like a co-sponsorship thing through like the YMCA and the Marine base and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's just, it was a really great experience, you know, especially, I mean, both for the kids and I think and for the, the military the, people, sure. I think too. Yeah. You know, they, I think they enjoy that. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what this necessarily had to do with, uh, you know. Connecting with our children, well, but, but it was through, yeah. You know, it was a I, so well, and then you went through that experience together. You connected. Well, each what other, I yeah. what I was saying. So I, I mean, I joined this group to connect with my child. I mean, granted, I, I feel like I'm already making a lot of those efforts, but it is a chance because we have you know my wife and then my kids. We have a chance to be one on one with a child. Yeah. You know, well, one on five hundred with a child, <laughs> but for myself and my son, well, or like myself and my daughter, yeah, this. to go and do it. Yeah. So what I was also getting at too is like my daughter. Like I said about helping, totally wanted to help set up the tent, be involved. My son's like, nah, I'm going to go play. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like there's the beach. Are you yeah. kidding? I'm going to the beach. Yeah, exactly. You know, do this stuff. And so it's just it's the difference of, you know, and I, I would imagine, OK, there's some kids that will be different than that. I mean, yeah, my yeah. kids are they're both wonderful, but they're different. Sure, know? sure. And um, and so I talked to my son about it. And I said, hey, listen, you know, I think next time it'd be really helpful, you know, if if you can help me do some of this. He's like, oh, OK. You know, because I didn't really talk to him about it beforehand. And I realized that I didn't. Um, so, I mean, once I talked with him and asked him about it, I was like, you know, it'd be really helpful to help me set up the tent. And, yeah. You know, do all this stuff. And so. <laughs> um, but yeah. And so the connecting with him, what I say is, too, is like my daughter. Granted, she's younger. She wanted her connecting is physical touch for no question. Like she wants to sit on my lap. She's like, you know, touch, you know, hug, blah, blah. My she son. to affection. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and my son is, too. 
but there's less of a need and less of a desire mm-hmm. on that, you know, for him to connect. And so for him, it was we got to go out in the in the surf together. Okay. You know, and so it was more active. Yeah. You know, and that's that was the connection with him. And so it was it's really and I think where I was going back was we figure out what the kids like and they love it. So like sure. for my daughter, it might just be sitting around. <laughs> you know, right, yeah, it is. It, it, it's it's sitting around. We were around the campfire. You know, she sat on my lap and doing that for my son. We were out in the waves. He had a boogie board. We were I was teaching him how to use it mm-hmm. and he just loved it. You know, yeah. and I was pushing him off and do it. So that was that connecting moment for him sitting around the fire. It was OK, but he was not as you know, that wasn't as as a moment for him. Sure, sure. So. You know, realizing how to connect with your kids differently. Yeah. You know, was for me. Um, I was kind of tried seeing where it was working and where it wasn't. I well, was that calls back to the whole empathy thing. If you get what your kids are coming from, from a positive and negative right. perspective, then you're able to connect with them a lot better. Right. And right. figure out what they like. Yeah. Right. So just reiterating for, for those that... Um, uh, Donna, uh, Donna Ash just asked Alan, "How do you connect with the kids?" I don't have them. That's how I connect with <laughs> he's, them. He's I don't the have dude. any kids. I'm the dude of the show. I, I this is actually good practice for me because then I can ask Jason all the questions, yeah. and he gives me the answers coming from the dad's perspective. So Alan's uh, learned a lot about the producer of the uh, show. Vomit, uh, butt paste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else did you learn about? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. A variety of things. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, we also talk about relationships and how to interact with each other's, you yeah. know, significant others and spouses and such. And so this is uh, uh, just as much of uh, a, you know as a preparing to be a dad show as it is being a dad show. So, uh, but yeah, the, thanks for asking that question. I'm a, I am the dude, and I, uh, <laughs> I am the one without the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, it, it works out good because it, you know, the perspective is, you know, I, I mean. Granted, I'm the dad. I'm, I'm still learning as I go because my, my kids are still young. Um, my dude, my name is Jason. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Alan is is the I'm dude. I'm Alan Bush, the dude of the show. And I'm Jason Kreidman, the dad of the, the show. For the people who just joined. So, the and, podcast and, listeners, we're just reiterating our names. Yeah. <laughs> the, so the podcast that we have is a, is a weekly podcast called Dudes to Dads. And it's taking the idea of Dudes to Dads in many different forms uh, is, um, you know, kind of helping men go from single dude into family man and all that, that that comes with it. So, um, yes, the love languages, uh, Dave has said, absolutely. And Dave chimes in with the five, the five love languages, five love languages. Absolutely. Chapman. Yep. A recommendation, which I am, I am familiar with and it is, it's a a wonderful book. (laughs) Um, and basically kind of what you, what we were talking about, it's, it's knowing what, love language you are and what your significant other is as well as your kids that they each have love languages so like oh. for your you know spouse or whatever it's you know they could be somebody who likes gifts they could be someone who likes physical touch and you knowing what their love language is is a better way to communicate with them so right. same thing you're right absolutely um the uh so what I was saying about, you know, connecting with your child and understanding sort of what their love language is. Perfect, Dave. It's, you know, for my son, like I said, it was the active stuff. Yeah. You know, he likes he's kinesthetic. He's active. He let, you know, moving around and doing that. That's that's his I like thing. that word. Kinesthetic. kinesthetic. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you know, it's funny. So I was listening to somebody. um I forgot his name, of course, but but talking about the difference of boys and girls as in school. Yeah. Same thing. You know, the boys are moving around. In fact, my son's class has rocking chairs and many of the boys sit in rocking chairs. Oh, interesting. So they actually get to move back and forth. And he's in second grade. They move back and forth as they are listening. And so they it 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 cuts down on a lot of the chaos <laughs> because it happens. I mean, yeah, they want to talk, they want to do all this stuff and yeah. that's part of what it is. So, yeah. um, you know, and they have movement, you know, in their class. I mean, mm-hmm. my, my kids, we, we live in Southern California in San Diego, you know, my son and daughter are doing yoga. <laughs> I mean, they have yoga, they have wow. garden, they have Very a garden nice. class. Yeah. They have yoga, <laughs> they've got, you know, and, and they move around and they're outside and they're doing, it, it's awesome. I mean, so it's not just sitting in, you know, a lecture. And that's what this guy was talking about was that, you know, the, the, the schools of today came from the, you know, religions of yesterday where they sat and listened to a lecture. Sure. You know, and that's where it sort of started. Yeah. yeah. And that is a big no, no yeah. for young kids. They need to move around. I mean, right. my son cannot sit, sit still. Yeah. He's not ADHD. He's not. A, he just I mean, he just can't move kid. around. He's yeah. A kid, yeah. I mean, he can't sit still. Yeah. Right. You know, and yeah. even my daughter. I mean, we've have nicknames for her because she moves around so much, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> 
This should be game doing two minute stretch. Yeah, dance between lessons. Absolutely. There's, you know, suggestions like that. And, you know, the, the, I think the, the, the parents and the teachers are knowing, having a lot better understanding of, of that. Um, I will say it seems that certain teachers that may be a little younger, a little bit more progressive and male may understand it a little bit more, whereas yeah. a female might not unless she studied that. Right. You know, for for a lot of it, I mean, I'm certainly generalizing. I mean, the teachers are wonderful. Well, but no, just, and, and there's but only the, so much you can but do. But like, like you know, if, if a teacher hasn't had that kind of, you know, knowledge yeah. or training yeah. to know how different they are. Sure. That you're just seeing them as rambunctious and annoying and disruptive. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, one of the questions that Donna had actually was also, my daughter said today that she feels like she sits too long at school. Absolutely. Kind of a segue into what you just said. So yeah, no, until I mean, things, you know, and, and you can't just disrupt the lecture, so to speak, by doing some stretches. No, but that can <laughs> certainly be brought up to the parent or yeah. to the teacher, you right. know, something and saying, hey, you know, if, uh, you know, they feel like it's it's a problem when they sit that long. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if it's a two minute break, if it's I mean, I know a lot. It's funny. I volunteered in my son's class and um, or my daughter's class. Sorry, the kindergarten. Yeah. And a couple of kids raise their hand to go to the bathroom. I don't think they needed to go to the bathroom. Yeah. They just wanted to get up. Gotta get up. Totally. <laughs> no. And once one of them saw that the other one did it. Yeah. Hey, I can get up, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean. That's a clear indication that they just don't want to sit there. Now, I'm, I'm saying they, they do have to learn how to pay attention. And, yeah. You know, do a, but it, it's I don't want I mean, I do sit most of the day, yeah. unfortunately. Right. But we um, can get up at any time and start walking right, around. Right. And, yeah. I'm allowed, but I do sit at a, I mean, I sit at a computer for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> way too long during, you know, for the work day. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's something that, you know. I think we're getting a little off topic. Yeah, we're but, tangentially getting back to it. But, but uh, which we may even cut off on the podcast. I don't know. Sure, um, sure. But, you know, if there's any other elements of connecting that anybody who's visiting us wants to talk about, we'd certainly love to. We have, we can, you know, what we should do is I think we'll cut off the podcast. Yeah, and, and continue the, continue the blast. Why don't we just wrap up the podcast now by saying that you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Yep, Dudes, uh, to, Dudes Dads. to Dads. Also Twitter handle, Dudes to Dads. Yep. Also Facebook, Dudes, Dudes to Dads. Dads. Also, what else we got? I don't know. Anything else we signed up for? <laughs> um, and also LinkedIn. Pod, LinkedIn. <laughs> no. Podcast at dudes2dads.com. So you, go, you can also visit our website, dudes 2 Oh, we Actually, also, yeah. I think I had mentioned too, we also now have an email sign up where we will alert you of new things. So if a blab's going to happen, we're still getting the email, uh, but it, it, it works now. So you can go onto our website, sign up, uh, give us your email address. We just, what we'll do is when we have a new thing, we have something, we'll, we'll send it out right. and, and do that. So, um, uh, we'll make sure that we keep you guys informed. And with that, we're going to end the podcast, uh, but we're going to leave the blab open. Let open for a little bit. And we'll do that. Are you taking a picture of the blab? Take a picture of blab. So you guys are all right. here, a part of the. Everyone smile. Hey, say cheese. <laughs> <laughs>